sunny with a gentle breeze. Highs of 16 degrees in Nice, Cannes, Antibes and Saint-Tropez. This evening going down to... Uh, no, 16 degrees, did I say? It's going down to 6 degrees this evening with clear skies. And the outlook for the weekend, they say it's going to remain fine with highs of 15 to 16 degrees. The sun will rise here in Monaco at 7.58 and sets this evening at 4.54. In Belfast today, it's 11 degrees and cloudy. Uh, Paris, 9 degrees and sunny. And Rome and New York, 14 degrees and sunshine. How are you? It's Friday. We've made it. End of the week. And, uh, well, I'm trying. My head hurts. I've been trying to make out these uh, new uh, travel restrictions. That is the top news story uh, this morning. The new restrictions have been introduced by France uh, to limit the spread of the new COVID variant. Uh, from tomorrow, uh, there'll be changes to travel to and from the United Kingdom. Uh, they're saying that you have to have a compelling reason that all tourism-based travel for UK citizens including visits to family and friends in France, is off. That's at least for now. Uh, French citizens, partners and children are still allowed to travel to France for visits. And, uh, however, as foreign nationals going to their own country, it does mean uh, that Christmas family trips for Britons in France going to the UK are allowed. Uh, that's how it stands at the moment. More coming up at 7.30. And it's available in detail on our website, rivieradio.mc, with the links to the government, the French government's website with all the details. Now on to something a little more easier to understand and football. Liverpool, yes, they won last night. 3-1, they beat Newcastle. Uh, Chelsea drew one all against Everton and uh, the Leicester and Tottenham match was postponed. Uh, there's some action this weekend in the Premier League, although most of Saturday's matches have been postponed uh, due to outbreaks of COVID. And more sport news at 7.30 and we'll have shortly this morning's entertainment news and I'll be telling you that it's a white Christmas is on the cards in the UK. Also, happy 100 birthday to the Bloody Mary. Uh, it may be the only hangover cure. And uh, five, the five weirdest Christmas gifts. Have you done any shopping yet? A studio at rivieradio.mc or do you have any ideas? I haven't got a clue. I really don't know this year. As the children get older, it just gets harder and then they just want money. But, but then you feel bad because you've got to wrap something up because they've got to open something under the tree. So then you end up buying stuff that they don't want. Oh, so any help on that? <laughs> More than one. Welcome uh, to let me know. Uh, but it is the Feel Good Friday edition of the Phil English Breakfast on Riviera Radio. And this week's theme is courtesy of Rob and Sam. Uh, they suggested that as Keith Richards turns 78 tomorrow, uh, songs about living life in the fast lane, getting away with it, uh, forever young, had a brilliant response. Music from the Moody Blues, Brian Adams, Beastie Boys, Gloria Gaynor, James, Small Faces and even... My favourite, David Essex, will be coming up in the next three hours. Uh, so let's start with Rob's request, uh, seeing as he chose it. Uh, where is it? It's in front of me, Robert Palmer and Simply Irresistible, which is quite appropriate because did you know uh, that uh, apparently Keith Richards never makes the first move with a woman? Uh, he says, I just don't know how to do it. He says, I'm tongue-tied. Instead, he claims his seductive technique uh, was to create an aura of insufferable tension uh, to wait for the woman uh, to give in. Oh, he isn't. Well, I'd give in. <laughs> 
doesn't take much. Uh, Robert Palmer and Simply Irresistible for Rob. If that didn't wake you up, I don't know what will. Fight for your right to party. That was a feel-good Friday request for Sam. Seventeen minutes past seven o'clock, and it's time for this morning's entertainment news. And uh, this morning's entertainment news: a search warrant has been issued for Alec Baldwin's phone after the fatal shooting of uh, the cinematographer at uh, an American court has reported. Uh, the warrant was issued by the court in New Mexico, uh, the state where the movie Rust w- was being filmed. And in other entertainment news this morning, John Cleese has said that he intends to put in a formal complaint about the deception, dishonesty and the tone of a recent BBC interview which he took part in. The BBC World News TV interview covered a a cancel culture around comedy and his upcoming stand-up tour in Asia. The Monty Python star tweeted that the journalist had tried to portray him as old-fashioned, uncaring and basically harmful. A BBC spokeswoman said it was an unfair and appropriate interview. It was a fair, rather, and appropriate interview. And the Actor and comedian Cleese said online he was doing the interview to discuss his stand-up shows in Singapore and Bangkok, but had instead been asked about why he was interested in cancel culture. Uh, that's this morning's entertainment news. There'll be more at the same time on Monday morning on the Full English Breakfast. It'll be the Christmas edition of the Full English Breakfast as we go all Christmas music. And uh, if it's your birthday today, then you share it with the Pope. He turns 85 today. And it was on this day, the 17th of December in 1989 that The Simpsons premiered on television with the episode Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. Uh, 20 past 7, continuing with your Feel Good Friday requests and easing it down a little bit, just a notch or two. This one is for Deirdre. Uh, The theme being about... um Well, it's about Keith Richards, it being his birthday, about living life to the full. I'm trying to work this one out, Deirdre. Nora Jones, and I don't know why you didn't come. (laughs) Still, can you hear it? Going round and round in my head. I'll let you listen. I waited till I saw the sun I don't know why I didn't left you by the house of phone. Nora Jones, and I don't know why you didn't come. That was a feel-good Friday request for Deirdre. Thank you, Deirdre. Fitting one more in before the new sports and weather. And this is David Essex and Rock On. It's for Alex, the theme being all about the rocker Keith Richards as he turns 78 tomorrow. 
David Essex and Rock On for Alex. 26 minutes past 7 o'clock. The new sport and weather is next. The Riviera Radio Christmas Music. Brought to you by Polygon Riviera in Cagnes-sur-Mer. Where you'll find all the magic of Christmas. With a Christmas market, Christmas lights, a giant ice skating rink and more. Visit polygon-riviera.fr. For over 60 years, Galerie Mogadam has been welcoming you in a setting of beauty and elegance. Testimony of more than half a century of experience in Persian carpets. Since the 25th of October, the Mogadam Gallery invites you to a historic liquidation. Legendary carpets from 40 up to 65% off to decorate your interior, whether it is classic or contemporary. A unique opportunity not to be missed. Rendezvous at Galerie Mogadam, 23 Boulevard de Moulin, Monaco. Do you want to invest in line with your values? At Crédit Agricole Banque Privée, our wealth management experts and their teams can help you on a daily basis with committed, socially responsible saving solutions and a range of rebound investments. Crédit Agricole Banque Privée. The interest is not only financial. Do you need a partner for your luxury villa or hotels interiors and outfitting? Yachting Innovation is here for you. We offer the excellence and innovative solutions from Super Yacht Technologies for your interiors and wellness areas. Find out more at yachting-innovation.com. It's now time to plan for your future. Discover the International University of Monaco and be part of the January or September intake. Visit monaco.edu and register for our online webinars. Connect and learn more about our bachelor, master and MBA programs. Take the first step to change your life and register at monaco.edu. The Business Association Monaco Economic Board, MEB, supports companies in Monaco as they develop and grow. By joining the 500 member companies of all sizes and sectors, you can be part of all the different operations, conferences and tailored events and have access to MEB's many and varied networks in Monaco and abroad. Now is the time to join the Monaco Economic Board. Find out more at meb.mc. Local news brought to you by the Caisse d'Epargne Monaco Business Centre, a banking branch of the Caisse d'Epargne Côte d'Azur, assisting companies and real estate professionals at 27 Boulevard des Moulins in Monaco. Find out more at CECAZ. That's C-E-C-A-Z hyphen monaco.com. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 7.30. I'm Sarah Lysett reporting. New restrictions have been introduced by France to limit the spread of the new COVID variant. Uh, from tomorrow, Saturday, December the 18th, to travel to or from the United Kingdom, it will be necessary uh, to have, well, to travel to, sorry, or, yeah, or from the United Kingdom, it will be necessary to have a compelling reason. Uh, the compelling reasons concern both vaccinated as well as unvaccinated people. All tourism-based travel for UK citizens, including visits to family and friends in France, is off. That's at least for now. Uh, French citizens 
citizens, partners and children are still allowed to travel to France for visits. However, as foreign nationals going to their country is allowed, this means that Christmas family trips for Britons in France going to the UK are also allowed. Uh, the full list for both arrivals in and departures from France to the UK uh, can be found at the government's website, which is available on our website, rivieradio.mc, under this morning's news. Uh, there will also be a need for vaccinated and unvaccinated people to initially present a negative test. It can be a PCR or an antigen of less than 24 hours. The French government said that there will be an obligation for all travellers from the United Kingdom to register uh, prior to their trip on a digital platform, including the address of their stay in France. This is, of course, similar to the locator form that you had when you were travelling to the UK from France. It will now be the same if you're coming into France. Uh, there is no, uh, there is an obligation to isolate on arrival in France in the place of the, your choice for the travellers, unvaccinated as well as vaccinated. This isolation obligation can be lifted after 48 hours, subject to being able to present a negative a COVID test. A controls will be organised to ensure the proper implementation of these measures. And again, you can see the French government statement on their website. That's on our website, rivieradio.mc. According to the latest data from Public Health France, the Outmaritime Department has just broken its COVID incident record, reaching 785 positive cases of COVID per 100,000 inhabitants. Uh, the last time it was so high was in July, with 758 people infected. Uh, the situation in hospitals is also deteriorating. There are currently 68 patients in intensive care, with 22 deaths in one week. Uh, France's Minister of the Interior, meanwhile, has announced that it has identified 110,000 false health passes. The passes were obtained after the account of a doctor in Nantes was hacked, uh, generating 54,000 false QR codes. This week, France's health minister had raised the possibility to drop charges against patients with fake health passes if they came forward and agreed to be vaccinated. In some hospitals, such as Nice, a 30 to 50% of patients that are in intensive care have used a fraudulent pass. And a couple in Toulouse are considering filing a complaint after their six-year-old child was found wandering the streets alone after having gone to school without a mask. Uh, the incident occurred this week when, upon arrival, the pupil was told by a member of staff to go and get a mask. The child, disorientated, left the establishment. The school has not yet commented on the incident, and the Regional Education Board has suggested that the school reviews its protocol for welcoming students. In other news this morning, police have launched an investigation after a 60-year-old woman was hit and killed by a train on Thursday lunchtime at the Saint-Laurent-du-Var train station. The exact circumstances are still to be determined. A train traffic was interrupted for nearly three hours between Nice and Cagnes-sur-Mer, resuming gradually by early evening. And an 81-year-old man has been found dead after a fire broke out in his villa in Roquebilliere. Firefighters intervened on Thursday evening on the ground floor of the villa. The victim's 83-year-old companion was taken care of by the emergency services and an investigation has been opened to determine the cause of the blaze. Rail unions have uh, taken a U-turn. They've lifted the strike action after reaching an agreement at the last minute. SNCF have announced that train traffic will be almost normal on Saturday and Sunday in the southeast of France, but TGV services are expected to be disrupted today. 
And finally, some good news. Dreams do come true. An Australian man who dreamt of his lottery numbers has won 3 million euros. Uh, the winner claimed to have used the numbers 11, 1, 41, 43, 40, 44 and 42 and the 31 and 4 in complementary numbers which had appeared to him in a dream just a few years earlier. I thought it was days earlier. I'll have to check that. Riviera Radio Sports News how could he remember his dream from a couple of years ago? Uh, I, I think that's days earlier, it's supposed to be. I will again correct that. It's a bit all over the shop this morning. In sport, it's not all over the shop for Liverpool. Mohamed Salah scored his 22nd goal of the season as Liverpool closed the gap on Premier League leaders Man City, uh, beating Newcastle 3-1. Uh, Chelsea drew one all against Everton and the Leicester-Tottenham match was postponed. Uh, this weekend's action in the Premier League has been affected by outbreaks of COVID, so it will give you more time to go and get some Christmas shopping instead of having the excuse that you've got to go and watch the footy. Uh, with all of Saturday's matches postponed, apart from if you're a Leeds fan or an Arsenal fan, a kickoff is on Saturday at 6.30 French time. A Sunday's match between Everton and Leicester is postponed. However, Wolverhampton play Chelsea on Sunday, Newcastle are at home to Man City and Tottenham play Liverpool. Here's more BBC Sports News from the BBC. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Andy Barwell at the BBC Sports Centre. Liverpool have cut the gap on the pace setters. Manchester City at the top to a point. Liverpool beat Newcastle United 3-1. Mohamed Salah got Liverpool second. His 22nd goal of the season and he equaled Jamie Vardy's record of scoring or assisting in 15 successive Premier League games. The BBC's John Akers and the former Liverpool defender Mark Lawrence were at Anfield and they said that Salah still wasn't happy at being substituted. Coming off, he just walked past Jurgen Klopp, grabbed his training top off the staff. He wants to play, demands to play, and Mane every single game. And he was absolutely livid he came off after scoring the goal to make it 2-1 in the first half. He, made, he missed the best chance, though, didn't he? The one-on-one. Yeah, he had a one-on-one to make it 3-1. And if he'd made it 3-1, could have been seven. It was one of those games today when Newcastle really hung on in there. Well, Chelsea slipped up and dropped a couple of points in drawing 1-1 attempt at Everton. Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel was unhappy with the result at Stamford Bridge. Another lead and another lead that we gave away. And um, the effort that we give into matches to have at least one goal and the effort that we uh, the, the opponents give into a match to have one goal, this is uh, it's not the same amount of, of, of investment and that's why it's hard to swallow. Leicester City against Tottenham Hotspur was off due to a coronavirus outbreak in the Leicester squad. Spurs have been hit by a similar problem before. Now, half this coming weekend's Premier League fixtures are off after four more matches were postponed because of COVID-19 outbreaks to add to the Manchester United-Brighton match, which was already called off. The latest matches affected are Southampton against Brentford, Watford versus Crystal Palace, West Ham against Norwich and Everton against Leicester. For more football news on the BBC, go to bbc.com slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. 
And I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, the cricket, yes, international test match series. It's day two of five. Australia batting and uh, Australia are 302 for five. England are yet to bat. In uh, tennis, Rafael Nadal says he does not have big expectations for the Australian Open as he prepares to play for the first time since a foot injury ruled him out of the final months of the 2021 season. And in Formula One, Max Verstappen says Lewis Hamilton has every reason to return to Formula One next year, despite his unhappiness over the last Grand Prix of the season. A Mercedes Formula One boss, Toto Wolff, said on Thursday that Hamilton was disillusioned and he could not guarantee he would return next year. Verstappen said, I can understand the first few days after a race like that you're not happy, but you should also understand that is this is racing and these things can happen. Verstappen pointed out that Hamilton himself had won a title in similar circumstances when he deprived Ferrari's Felipe Massa on the last corner of the last lap of the last Grand Prix back in 2008. Count on Riviera Radio when traffic jams. Taking a look at the A8 motorway, the Monaco Tunnel is currently closed and it's very slow moving in both directions at exit 42 Mougin and it's starting to build up after the payage in Antibes uh, that's heading eastbound towards uh, right up until Nice International Airport. On the trains they've said there will be still some cancellations today, although the strike action uh, will not continue over the weekend and there's one cancellation showing up, that's the 7.59 and Nice to Montan has been cancelled. At the airport on the arrivals, there are just a few delays to uh, tell you that the flight expected in from Zurich, the LX562, uh, which was due in at 8, or is due in at 8.25, won't be landing until 10 to 9, and the flight from Nantes is landing 10 minutes late, the 8.30 Nantes EJU1674 will be landing 10 minutes later at 20 to 9. Sunny with a gentle breeze, highs of 16 degrees in Nice, Cannes, Antibes and Saint-Tropez. And this evening going down to 6 degrees with clear skies. And the outlook for the weekend remaining fine and highs of 15 to 16 degrees. It's just coming up to 20 to 8. We'll have the business news with Barclays. A look at the papers and the news from the BBC at 8 o'clock. But continuing, trying to fit in all your feel-good Friday requests. The theme being, as it's Keith Richards' birthday tomorrow, he'll be 78. We're celebrating... Having a long life, getting in the fast lane or getting away with it, being forever young. Uh, have a brilliant uh, list of requests to get through. Just trying to work out which one is next. And uh, uh, this one, it's for... Who's it for? It's for Brett in Monaco. And you asked for Invincible, which is quite appropriate. And uh, did you know that the tough neighbourhood where Richards grew up was also the one-time location of the City of London lunatic asylum there you go bet you didn't know that and also what was his nickname for Mick Jagger well he gave Mick Jagger the nickname Brenda and I'll be telling you why later but here's Invincible for Brett in Monaco by Muse Riviera Radio Business News brought to you by Barclays 
In this morning's business news in France, the professional organizations of the hotel and restaurant sector, the UNHCR, have announced in a joint statement that after more than five hours of negotiations, they've agreed on a new salary scale. The question of remuneration in this sector is at the heart of the debate, while the sector is still lacking 150,000 employees. The new remuneration grid will see an overall increase in wages of 16.33% and a minimum remuneration of more than 5% of the SMIG. And also in France, according to a recent study, the French begin to worry about the age at which they will be able to retire, as well as the amount of their pension at 58 years old. The study shows that the French are not all at all ready to work longer. However, it is not because they are tired of working, but wish to stay fit enough to enjoy retirement. And finally, in the UK, uh, the UK has signed a free trade deal with Australia, which it says will benefit consumers and businesses. It is described as the first post-Brexit deal negotiated from scratch and not rolled over from trade terms that the UK enjoyed while in the EU. The government estimated it would unlock £10.4 billion of additional trade while ending tariffs on all UK exports. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco for almost a hundred years. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535. Listen carefully. The Mobilier de France private sales are back. Treat yourself to style and comfort with up to 50% off exclusive top quality sofas and furniture. Very, very private offers await you until the 31st of December at Mobilier de France in Saint-Laurent-du-Var, near Cap 3000. Mobilier de France. Maître Veronica Vecchioni, the right-hand man of your company. Does the COVID-19 crisis constitute a case of force majeure, justifying the impossibility of performing a contract? Think European. Since the 30th of January 2020, the World Health Organization, WHO, has declared COVID-19 to be a public health emergency of international concern. Therefore, in my opinion, it is possible under certain conditions to invoke force majeure as a valid reason for the impossibility of executing a contract with a European scope. We assist our clients in analyzing these conditions in order to propose the best possible strategy in such cases. Metro Veronica Vecchioni, the right-hand man of your company. Lawyer at Plas Massina in Nice. Think European. It's just coming up to 10 to 8, listening to the Feel Good Friday edition of the Full English Breakfast. Uh, for Dean, all your requests between now and 10 o'clock. So this next one is for Lorraine and the Small Faces and Ichigo Park. Over Bridgeot, Riviera Radio Business News. Good morning, Hank. How are you this morning? Good morning. Friday's amongst us the best day of the week and we're making our way nicely through the year. So uh, let's hope we can finish in style and the Santa rally finally emerges. Yes, fingers crossed. Uh, markets are weaker. 
Yeah, we saw some weakness in technology shares yesterday, dragging down U.S. equity markets. Tech giants Apple and Tesla registering losses, while commodities, financials, and industrials outperformed. S&P 500 was down, as I say, nine tenths one percent. The real weakness was in technology. Nasdaq was down two and a half percent. Volatile session for equity markets as investors digest the latest decisions and outlook statements coming through from the major central banks, who would now have a bit of a balancing act on their hands at the moment. They're dealing with elevated levels of inflation. They've also got heightened uncertainty over the pace of the recovery, given the disruption that we've been seeing and the potential for further disruption from Omnicron and the renewed restrictions. Opening calls on the European bourses are to the downside this morning. Currently falling the FTSE down 20 points. That's over in Frankfurt, down 79 points. Capcorn in Paris, off 41 points. And what about the Bank of England, the interest rate hike? Yeah, in a move that surprised markets, the MPC Monetary Policy Committee voted 8-1 to one to increase the bank rate from 0.1% to 0.25%, becoming the first major central bank to raise rates since the pandemic began. The hike was driven by ongoing inflationary pressures, but also tightness that we've been seeing in terms of labour markets. The move came despite the bank downgrading its fourth quarter growth forecast, now expecting growth in the fourth quarter to be six tenths one percent. That's down from the one percent projection they had back in November. And this, we've been talking about the risk of further downside to those forecasts, given some of the disruptions that we've been seeing from the variants. Bank of England forecasting inflation will remain elevated into next year. Last month, of course, consumer prices rose 5.1% year on year. That's the fastest pace in the decade. Governor Bailey yesterday saying he's now predicting UK inflation could hit 6% in the next two to three months. Although the hike, we should remember, is unlikely to dampen inflation, given those price pressures have been primarily driven by global supply chain bottlenecks and rising energy prices. But with the central bank indicating further rate rises to come, we now look for them to hike rates by twenty by further 25 basis points in February and in May. Market reaction was quite interesting. Sterling jumped, as you'd expect, after the decision. It was up around about half of 1% against the euro, up three quarters of 1% against the dollar. FTSE 100 closed up, was up one and a quarter percent. Banks getting a boost. We know that financials can benefit, of course, from higher interest rates filtering through to improvements in net margins. And the European Central Bank? Yeah, European Central Bank in less dramatic uh, statements yesterday said that it would only gradually pull back pandemic era stimulus and said it would briefly double asset purchases to cushion the end of its 1.85 trillion euro emergency programme, which is due to finish in March. Officials will also revamp the tool to combat future market turmoil. In terms of new macroeconomic projections, forecasting inflation above the 2% target for most of next year. In fact, averaging 3.2% in 2022, then falling back towards and then below target in 2023 and 2024, where they think inflation average 1.8%. That takes a pressure off the European Central Bank. European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde saying yes, it's very unlikely that they will raise rates in 2022. European stocks rose yesterday. They're up 1.2%. Mining and material sectors outperforming. And the exchange rates. Pound against dollar coming in at 133 this morning. Euro dollar coming in at 113. Going to get one euro, 17.5 cents for your British pound this morning. And that's it. Um, it's going to be in the new year now, I guess. 
We're done. We're, we're done. done. We've gone through another tough <laughs> year. As we went into last Christmas, we were hoping that the world would look an awful lot better. I suppose the good news is that science has made great gains over the course of uh, this past year in terms of dealing with the virus. We know that the vaccines are effective and can be adapted to, to meet some of those new challenges. And then the other thing from an economic perspective, I suppose, is yes, we continue to be hit by these new waves. But each time I think we see businesses and households are able to adapt to those conditions much better than they did, of course, back in the early days of the pandemic in the beginning of 2020. Therefore, the economic impact is becoming perhaps less and less. So you're going to sit tight over Christmas? Just at home, I think, given anywhere I would like to go seems to be off limits. So relax. I was going to say relaxing with the kids. I'm going to relax with the kids. I'll probably be glad to send them back to school sooner rather than later. Oh, well, have a very Merry Christmas to you and your family, Hank, and a, a wonderful New Year. We'll speak to you in the New Year. And come on then, what was your song for the Feel Good Friday theme? Oh, this is a Keith Richards theme, isn't it? Listen, if you're talking about the ultimate party person, Keith Richards is obviously up there. The other one you can point to of historical value was Rasputin. So my song for Feel Good Friday, nothing gets you going like this. This will put a bit of energy back into your Friday. Rasputin by Boney M. It's just gone 10 o'clock, taking a look at the international news headlines. Australians are mourning a horrific national tragedy after five children were killed in a bouncy castle accident, uh, said the Prime Minister Scott Morrison. EU leaders have warned Russia that action against Ukraine will result in massive consequences and a severe cost amid worries over the build-up of Russian forces on the Ukrainian border. And France is tightening COVID restrictions for travellers arriving from the UK. Uh, three minutes past ten, I'm going to do this because I've accidentally a fat finger Friday and I've moved the, the fader and I've got rid of the weather jingle so a sunny with a gentle breeze highs of 16 degrees in Nice Cannes, Antibes and Saint-Tropez this evening going down to 6 degrees with clear skies and the outlook for the weekend remaining fine highs of 15 to 16 degrees all the news is available on our website rivieradio.mc uh, thank you for all your requests I'm going to Go out with a few more so that everybody, nobody gets forgotten. As I said, apologies to Harry, as your track was eight minutes long, so I couldn't fit that in. Otherwise, I've had to have sacrificed uh, several other tracks. And uh, also, Shane, can't find your one, I'm afraid. And uh, what with everything else that's going on anyway. And uh, thank you very much to Rob and Sam that came up with the idea. I'm still not sure about that Simply Irresistible Robert Palmer track at the beginning. It's not the Simply Irresistible uh, song that I remember. Uh, maybe it's been put in down, something's gone wrong in the system. Let's blame the system. Uh, the theme today was all about uh, staying young and living life to the full, a life in the fast lane as uh, Keith Richards turns 78 tomorrow. And a very, very happy birthday to Keith. And, well, we couldn't... I wanted to end on this, which is Andy that requested this because it sums it all up. Although uh, Claire sings it at La Duchesse on the port of Nice. So if you ever want to rendition of it then go and have a coffee or a little tipple and Claire will be singing it for you live on the port of Nice and after that I will fit in Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds it was for Barry Ingassa and uh, also 
Gloria Gaynor. Nicola requested Gloria Gaynor and I will survive. Thank you for listening and uh, thank you for being there. And I'll be back later on with the lunchtime news and Monday morning with the full English breakfast from 7 till 10. We'll be going all Christmassy. We'll have the Christmas jumpers out, the mince pies, the tinsel. And uh, yeah, so do hope you can join me. So I'll leave you with Edith Piaf. And no, je ne regrette rien. Or as Claire would say, well, just un petit peu. Hey!